Hi, I'm Jackie Miller, the host of this podcast, Out of Crazy Town, your guide to divorcing a narcissist. I am so excited to have Bianca Bello on the show today. Bianca is the creator of the Peaceful Co-Parenting app. Bianca was inspired by her own difficult co-parenting journey and decided to create the Peaceful Co-Parenting Messenger to help co-parents with setting communication boundaries. Having been on the receiving end of nasty, inappropriate co-parent communication, Bianca designed this app to give users the ability to set boundaries, such as limiting the length of messages and setting a waiting period between messages to create more harmony and calm for co-parents. Bianca is a nurse and entrepreneur who believes in creating the change you want to see in the world. Hello, Bianca Bello. Thank you so much for coming on Out of Crazy Town, your guide to divorcing a narcissist. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you again for being here. Um, this is really cool because we get to give listeners some more tools and support. Absolutely. It's a, you know, Peaceful Parent Messenger app is a tool for co-parents, um, you know, divorced and separated couples that are, you know, wanting to bring more peace back to their relationship. And yeah. so this is a tool that they can use to do that. It's awesome. We need all the help we can get, right? <laughs> so I wanted to tell people a little bit more about you. Um, you are a nurse. I That's just, correct. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, it's something that might get lost sort of in, in all the other, you know, the parenting information that we're going to give everyone. But I just wanted to point that out because I think that is so cool. But you are more importantly, the mother of two sons, ages four and six, and you are the creator of the Peaceful Parent uh, Messenger or Peaceful Parenting app. And just so everyone knows, it is peacefulparentapp.com on the website, correct? Peacefulparentapp.com. Yep. Okay peacefulparentapp.com. And then obviously when they go to on iPhone, uh, they just search peaceful parent app and it will come up. They actually will search peaceful co-parenting. Um, it's, okay. it's kind of interesting in the app store, the way it works there is that with all the keywords and everything I found with peaceful parent, I wasn't getting as many people finding the app as with peaceful co-parent. That and makes so sense. I did update it. It started as Peaceful Parent, and now it's evolved into Peaceful Co-Parenting Messenger. So it's a little bit more clear about what it does for co-parents. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, good. I'm glad that we talked about that then so that people can find it. Now, you went through your own ordeal that sort of led you down this path, and I want to hear more about that in a moment. But you know, as you said, this app is good for co-parents and especially those in high-conflict situations, um, and you were inspired by your own difficult um, co-parenting journey and decided to create something positive from your struggle, which I absolutely love, and thank you for doing that. And another thing, Bianca, I want listeners to know about you is your background in broadcasting. Yeah. So I am a former news anchor and reporter. It was actually the first degree I got. So I have two bachelor's degrees. The first one is in, in broadcast journalism. And so right out of college, I started in news and it was really fun being a reporter and I, you know, traveled around the country a little bit, got, you know, popping from station to station and working as a, a news anchor and reporter. So that led me to a career as in video production. So when I quit news, I started my own video production company where I would do uh, videos mainly for like visitors that are coming to the area and also for businesses and 
on their website. And then I became a nurse, <laughs> which is totally random. But uh, I always wanted to be in healthcare, and I became a breastfeeding specialist. So I'm a lactation consultant, and I started this app. So it's it's kind of a random mix of things, but uh, it it I, I've always loved the techie end of of things, and so the app has a lot of that that I really enjoy. And you have your own podcast, and so I can tell that must work out beautifully with your broadcasting voice and all your experience in editing. <laughs> And so, and how do people listen to your podcast? So they can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It's called Peaceful Co-Parent. And so if you just search that, you'll find me. Awesome. That's fantastic. With that being said, would you mind going into detail as to your journey and what led you to creating the app? Yeah, I think so often that's how wonderful ideas are born is by necessity, right? We go through these struggles in life and through the pain, we find that there needs to be something out there more, you know, that's going to help, well, myself and other co-parents. So that's how the idea was born. I was using another co-parenting app that was just allowing a lot of the nasty messages to you know, come through my phone regularly, daily. It was really unproductive for my co-parenting relationship. And when I looked into how to fix this problem, I actually did reach out to the app company and to their customer service. And I explained what was going on. And I was like, hey, is there anything that could could help with this harassment is how I felt. And they said, no, you know, unfortunately, we can provide this platform for you to communicate, but there's really nothing we can do to help, you know, your co-parent to be more civil with you. And so I was like, well, that is not going to work for me. I, I, This isn't going well, and we needed help. My efforts to just politely ask him to stop really weren't working. In fact, I really did end up having to take him to court to curb the harassment and the abuse. And I remember counting up like 30 messages where I had gotten, you know, another nasty gram is how I had you know, kind of sure. explained it was... <clears throat> Perfect a nasty gram that was like a novel, you know, it was very lengthy and it was yet another message that didn't have anything to do with our children or anything to do with the actual co-parenting business matters. Mm -hmm. And I responded with, I consider this harassment, please stop over and over and over again. And I counted up like 30 times. I stopped counting after that. And when I took sure. that to the court and said, can you please help me with this? They did give him a nice lecture on what was considered to be appropriate co-parenting communication. Mm -hmm. And that did help, actually. The, the, the courts did help, but it took a really long time. Yeah, Meanwhile, and I bet expensive as well. Well, yeah, and it was expensive. I did get an attorney for part of it, and then I ended up just representing myself for the rest of it because it was so expensive. Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, after you know years getting doing going through the courts on this, I thought, you know what, I'm going to take the best of all these apps and, and create a new one with new ability to be able to give people like me and others, you know, struggling with the same situation, to, the ability to set boundaries around their communication mm -hmm. so that, you know, those limits are so important for people who don't seem to have the ability to set their own limits. Right. And it just is a way to bring more peace back to co-parenting communication. It's so awesome. And I want to get into all of the details about what this app does because it has so many fantastic features for the situation that you just described. Because 
we're over here doing all the homework on how to be brief, informational, friendly, right? Like doing the BIF model, how to be civil, how to get straight to the point, how to be businesslike. So you have half of the party attempting to, you know, communicate in this way and you have no control over the other side and the abuse that they're inflicting. Absolutely. What I find is that the the aware parent or the parent that is, let's say, has more healthy communication is the one seeking out these, you know, information, exactly. resources, educating themselves on how to do it better, how to be more peaceful and right. get to the point and those kinds of things. It's, it's the other side that yeah. you struggle with. And these people, in my experience, they don't think there's a problem there. You know, this right. is working for them. They love unleashing on you. And sure. I don't know about love. You know, let me backtrack. I'm sure this is difficult for for the other party as well. Mm -hmm. But when you're on the receiving end of these attacking, abusive, nasty messages, mm -hmm. uh, that is not working. And it just it continues and continues and continues. So right. despite the the requests that it stops. So the motivated party is usually the one, the victim, the one yeah. getting harassed. And so that's why I created the app to give that person the ability to set boundaries while continuing to still communicate with their co-parent. Right. And it, it's so hard because in the marriage, most of the time, boundaries were constantly trampled. And so there is a pattern that's been created that there are no boundaries. So now you've separated from this person and you try to set boundaries and oh boy, they do not like that. So you need help. And before we even get into the app again, because I, you have such an interesting, um, it's just a short video on your website under meet the creator tab. And it was how you were manipulated into believing that you had to open yourself up to this kind of abuse. And I love the story because I think so many people will identify with it. So would you mind going into that? Not at all. I was told that I was a bad mother because I wanted to block him. And after asking several times, many, many times, as I described, for the nastiness to stop, it would continue. And so I said, you know what? No. I'm going to block you from everything. No phone, no text, no email, no app even, because that was being abused as well. Mm -hmm. And I was told I was a bad mother because he wouldn't be able to get a hold of me during emergencies, and I wouldn't know that there was a problem. I bought into that, and I allowed him to continue to you know, unleash on me regularly. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally had enough and I said, no, I am going to block you, I'm following through with this, I went ahead and blocked him. And what he did was he started harassing my parents, wow. calling them, emailing them, just really below the belt stuff that was just totally over the line. Wow. And what I realized though, despite all how upset everybody was by that, my family and myself, what I learned was he could get a hold of me, you know, if it was an emergency. <laughs> yes. So that was the silver lining of all that. Right. Absolutely. And, but they create this world that we sort of buy into. And especially again, depending on what was going on in the marriage and, you know, they're really good at the Jedi mind trick, <laughs> you know, and just sort of, you know, the, these alternate universes, you know, and putting us all in it and we're all running around, you know, trying to appease them. But, you know, you know, what else is an interesting point with that? And as a divorce coach and consultant, I deal with this a lot. The scary thing is, so you have this parent inflicting the abuse on the other parent and leaving them no choice but to start blocking them or not responding. And then they document that you don't respond 
take it to the court and sometimes ask for more custody and get it and say, look, she's not cooperative or he's not cooperative. So there's even a danger in them setting up this scheme and you trying to protect yourself and stopping the communication and then presenting it to the court as you being the uncooperative parent. And so again, that's why I'm so, we'll get into it. I promise people we'll get into it in a second, but why this app I think is so important. You do have to know how to, to respond and, and, play the game almost, you know, I hate to say it that way, but you know, if there is, if you are in the courtroom and you are in front of a judge, you do need to be able to, to respond and Mm -hmm. do it in such a way that you are, you know, being businesslike and all the things that we just talked about, brief, informative, friendly, firm, you know? Yeah. Hopefully the app helps you with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and guides them into communicating the same way. So, okay, let's get into the fun stuff. Start telling me about the features of this app and what, you know, might make it different from other apps. One of the problems I had was very extremely long messages. And I remember thinking if I could create an app that would limit these messages, that would be something. And so what we did in peaceful co-parenting messenger was limit the characters to 50 messages or 50 characters or less. That is an option that you have that you can limit your co-parent to that so that they can only send you messages that are 50, 50 characters or less. That is not many characters. They got to yeah. get right to the point yep. and there's no room for nastiness. And that's what I have found. Fantastic. So I think I remember you can you can control the frequency of them as well. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. So it, it won't really work very well if they can send you unlimited 50 characters or less messages, right? <laughs> so, so another feature in the app is that you can limit how many messages you receive in a day. Mm. So it could be just one a day or you know, five a day or whatever. And then you can flex that. Like, let's say you're in the middle of a conversation a text conversation with your co-parent and you're not done yet, but they've reached the limit of their messages. You could go ahead and increase it at that time, allow wow. some more messages to come through, but you you have that ability to flex with whatever your needs are at that time. Wow. So that's one of the other features, limited messages a day. In addition to that, it's when do you want to receive messages? Mm. So one thing that would happen to me is I'd get these late night 9 p.m. That's late for me when I've got when you, yeah, oh yeah. When you have kids, 9 p.m. is very late. <laughs> so well and it yes, and I think where you're going with this is and it's not the time you want to be receiving, especially if they're negative messages from your co-parent. Oh no. Upsetting 9 p.m. messages. Not oh, how you, you want know. to end your day. No. Then you get that fight or flight, you know, response and your heart is pounding and you're like, you know, and so yep. then you're up up all night ruminating. No, we don't need that. We're going to set a curfew on this, these messages, 7 p.m. or whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you don't want to get messages at work. That throws you off your game. Mm. You can do that within the app. And That's then also fantastic. another one I love um, is the waiting period. So you can set a waiting period after one message is sent by your co-parent if you wanted to set a 20-minute ma- waiting period so that you don't get back-to-back messages. Uh, you can do that, which is really wow. nice because it's super helpful to diffuse an emotional exchange and mm. uh, really force that person to think, breathe, calm down, mm-hmm. and and then craft the message that they want to send in 20 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever you say is the waiting period. 
Okay. After the message. Wow. It really does give a lot of control to the victim. That is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, I, I just want to point out, um, as I know you well know, obviously there are other apps out there and that's why you created this one because they didn't meet your need. There are a couple that the courts love that just because they're used to them. As again, as a divorce coaching consultant, if this sounds like a great app for you, what I would do, and if you're in a court situation where your attorney's involved, just request it. If they don't know about it, request it. Let them know that it's an option. Um, so if you're in a very high conflict situation and you know there's abuse happening over another app or you're worried that there will be just bring it up to your attorney because otherwise there's no other way the court's going to know about it. Absolutely. The documentation is critical. So you would bring in messages to prove that the messages being sent to you are not necessarily productive for your co-parenting. You bring that in and that is your proof to go ahead and request an app like this be added to your parenting plan. Perfect. In the Peaceful Parent Messenger app, by the way, you can generate a report of your communication with your co-parent that is court admissible. Perfect. And what's nice about it is you can go ahead and do a date range. The app I was using before, you could you would you could do a report, but it was on the entire communication that you ever had with that person. Gotcha. <laughs> so, in three years, yeah, that was a lot of communication. So that was really hard to go back and file this report Yeah, with the court. So you can do a date range. The other thing I love about the app, you can flag messages as offensive or important, okay. and it's highlighted in your report, okay? Because one of the things that was very painful for me was to go back and reread all yes. the nasty messages to highlight the the worst ones okay right. that was just awful so as you get them you can go ahead and flag them and then when you generate your report that automatically is embedded in the report you don't have to do that that's awesome because yes when i'm helping people document this you know this very same thing it's just hours of scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I know you can maybe search for a keyword, you know, on regular text, if they're already flagged. It's a visual that you could just flip through the pages. If you printed it out, it would be highlighted in yellow, highlighted okay. in red for the offensive ones, highlighted in yellow for the important ones. So you could just awesome. find those ones yeah. that you had already flagged. Yes, because it is triggering. And I would tell people like, do it in 15 minute intervals because it is triggering and you're going back to, Ugh, yucky town and you have to live there for a while while you're filtering all this, you know, going through all this bad communication and being triggered and ugh. Absolutely. Nobody wants to go through that. And so that was something that was really important to me to add in the app. Yeah, that is fantastic. Um, How much does it cost, Bianca? Well, it's free. So I, I do want to mention that all these features we're talking about, the limiting of the communication, the, that's available to subscribers. So okay. on the free plan, it's just open chat. So no limitations available, but you do have um, the, the ability to generate that report I talked about, the ability to flag those messages. Messages are stamped when they're sent and when they're viewed. So you can see when your co-parent saw something. And so that's all for on the free plan. And, and like you said, you so you can export this everything you can see when a message is sent and what it is read. That's right. That's okay. Right. Okay. So all of that is tamper proof. Absolutely. You can't change any, anything. You can't delete any messages or anything like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say, I, I really get into logistics on stuff like this. And, and also because, you know, I get these questions I know for my clients. So for the listeners out there, is it like other apps where you do, you sign up and then the other party has to accept the invitations? Yes. 
Okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. They do. They do need to accept the invitation. Sometimes that's the hard part, right? So if you have, if you are the victim of the harassment and abuse, many times it is a difficult relationship, and they may mm-hmm. not be real jazzed about signing up for an app like this. So my recommendation is to do it early in the process mm-hmm. because the app can flex with you. It's not just for high conflict co-parents. It's really for any co-parent. You can keep it on the free the free model where you're just using the app like a texting app but you're you're able to keep track of that communication and generate a report if you do need to and it consolidates all your messages in one place so they're very easily found yeah but you never know what can happen things ebb and flow in co-parenting from my experience and so when it's, it gets to be difficult and you need those limitations, they're available to you and you don't have to convince your co-parent during a difficult period to yeah. sign up for the app. You've already done that. Sure. You do that on the front end. That's that's fantastic. And you know, I think there are also strategies around that as well. So if you just, again, here's a boundary situation. You let them know this is how you're willing to communicate. You stick to your guns. When they try all the other means, you're unresponsive. And this is what I like from a strategy standpoint in the court as well, leading back to talking about them setting you up for a fall. Or you're not responding. You're not a good co-parent. You give them this option. And then you cut them off everywhere else. Sometimes it takes doing that. And and I found that, right? Where I had to went ahead and blocked and then unfortunately in that to finish that story of the <laughs> of when, you know, my my family was being harassed, to finish that story, I went ahead and opened it back up again because I was just mortified that my parents my my loving parents were being harassed. My dad was going to call the police and, you know, sure. he was losing sleep. And I was just so upset by it. I went ahead and opened it back up again because the, that alternative was, was no good. But yes, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Boundaries are so, so important. And sometimes it does take taking it to that extreme where you are not going to communicate with this person unless they use an app like this so that Mm -hmm. you can have those boundaries and keep the peace in your life. When I've been coaching people in the past, and I know the tips that I used to get from basically another coach that I had when I was going through my high conflict situation, it was set up another email address, tell your ex that you'll only accept emails to that address. Yes. Tell them you'll only check them at two o'clock. Maybe have a friend read them to you because they'll be harassing and they will trigger you. So I love this because all of the things I was coached to do to try to manage my situation, you you nailed it. I, I think so. I, I love the app. I love the idea. I'm so utterly passionate about it because I just believe so deeply in it. Only be, Not only because of my own pain and experience, but because I see other co-parents that are in need as well. And I so deeply believe that if you can communicate well with your co-parent, you can bring more peace and really help the kids. You know, right. I, that is my biggest, biggest fear of being in a high conflict divorce and co-parenting situation is the impact on them. So if you yeah. can clean it up in yeah. any way possible, you're helping your children, which is the ultimate. That is what this is all about. 100%. I couldn't agree more. It's for your kids and it's about your kids. They're feeling all of this. It they trickles can feel the down. energy. It, does. it absolutely does. It trickles down. It starts with the, the co-parents and it trickles down. So if you can possibly clean it up on that level, you're mm-hmm. only going to help 
everybody else. Right. Okay. So there is one other really cool feature that I had noticed. There's like phrases and things and responses that you go to responses that you can use that are already ready to go in the app. Is that correct? That's correct. So they're pre-written messages. So they're called canned messages in the app. And this is really for when the limited communication, the limited chat with the 50 characters or less isn't really working well either. They're still somehow getting those jabs in and sending them nasty messages, even even with the 50 characters or less, you can can them and they can only communicate with you using the pre-written messages. No free text messages are allowed. About 75 pre-written canned messages. Oh, wow. Uh, are common things that come up between co-parents. Like yeah. I'm running five minutes late, or can you exchange this date for this date? Or or Johnny got sick on Saturday, just wanted to let you know. Or yes, no, maybe, oh, thank you. All those little things that you, know, you can still communicate about the kids, but all the other stuff is cut out. Wow. And so what's really cool about these canned messages is that they're semi-customizable. So when you sign up for the app, you put in your kids. Mm-hmm. And so the the canned messages have these little drop-down menus. So if you wanted to select one of your children had an accident, you could go ahead and pick them within the drop-down menu. And you can pick the date and you can pick on a map where it was and a time. So all those things are customizable. But the, the, the base of the message is set and you can't change it. And it really allows you to keep communicating about the children. That's fantastic. And so then you have the control to restrict them to just use that portion of the app to communicate. You could use it like that where you restrict them and that's the only thing they could do. The other way you could use the pre-written messages is if you just wanted to use them. Like they're available to everybody. So you could just use them when it's a difficult time and you're having a difficult time maybe formulating a nice friendly text message back, sure. you can go ahead and pick one of those because right. sometimes it is hard when you when you feel attacked and you don't know how to respond, but you would go ahead and do respond because you're playing the game and you know how it works. You can select one of those messages and just keep it simple. That is fantastic because I myself just posted on a blog on my website, at, um, ready responses, you know, and there were just nine basic ones in there, but just writing about this very topic because you, your, it's not just about controlling them to be able to respond in that manner to you, but you often need the tools if they have hit a hot button or you are just wound up. And I know one trigger, for instance, that many use, and this kind of speaks to your, the long rambling emails or texts you would get. There's all these accusations and all these lies and all these, like the craziness, right? And usually you're in the marriage You've sort of been conditioned to defend yourself, defend yourself, defend yourself, defend yourself. And you end up looking like you're part of the conflict. And so when you print these things out or when, say, a court professional sees them, they just see two people fighting back and forth. So that is something I know I coach clients to is read it. Don't buy into it. Here's some go-to responses that you can respond with, that you don't answer any of that. I did have one user that said, you know, can you set a waiting period on yourself? <laughs> which I thought, <laughs> which I thought was great because it is sometimes taking the tools and trying to use them yourself, being brief, right? Even though you aren't limited, it is yes. it's nice to see that that works, you know? And the other part too, is that having used the app myself, it is like training. Like I'm, I now, when I write text messages to people, and I'm really brief because I've been using limited chat when I 
when I communicate within the app, just testing it out and, and being a user in there, yeah. it really is. It really gets you used to a certain way of communicating where you do cut all that stuff out. Yeah. And you do give yourself a waiting period so that you can breathe and just communicate better. That's a really interesting point because folks, you, not only is this an amazing tool to help you effectively protect yourself, help you effectively communicate, but you are getting very valuable training that I give my own clients because you have to practice. It's an art form. You have to practice it. You have to, like yourself, give yourself some time, take a deep breath. Um, and then, like you said, over time, you're like, oh, wow this really works. And you have your go-to words and your go-to phrases and you just start doing it on your own. It does. It does become more natural over time and with practice. Yeah. Another one of the things in the app is the resources area. And so this is also more training and education for people who are interested in learning more about how to communicate better with their co-parent. There's a resources section where you can find books and classes mm. on this topic on how to do it better. Fantastic. And then people can find you on a Facebook page as well, right? How do they do that? So it's at Peaceful Parent app. They could find me there. And I'm regularly posting videos about just the app and what's new, what's coming, and talking about co-parenting and best practices. Awesome. So again, you guys, if you go to peacefulparentapp.com, um, Bianca does have a lot of great videos. She has an instructional video on the app itself. So you can just take a look at how it works. I think you will be amazed and very impressed and you get to try it out for free. There's, right. There's no barrier to entry. That was the other reason why I was, I really wanted it to be free because uh, many times, like we ta talked about, it's hard to get your co-parent to use the app. And I didn't want anyone to have that as an excuse. Oh, I can't pay for it or I can't afford it, but it's right. free so everybody can use it. All right. And Bianca, I have one last question for you that I love to ask my guests because we all know now that you had this difficult journey yourself with you know, your divorce and co-parenting. I always like to give folks going through this something to look forward to. So what would you say someone that's going through this harrowing experience has to look forward to when they get to the other side. I would say just being a stronger person. I've learned so much about myself, I think, in this journey. After I left my now co-parent, I spent a year in therapy and really looking at myself and just learning more about myself. And so I think that has made me a stronger person. It's made me a better mother. And I think that can be the silver lining to challenging times. That's awesome. I completely agree with you 100%. Thank you so much. Bianca, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. This is just so cool. I'm so happy to bring listeners another tool and some support in an area that is so difficult um, when it comes to communicating with these high conflict personalities, difficult personalities. They're really inflicting a lot of pain on a parent that's trying to co-parent and you feel like you have no control. It's been my pleasure, Jackie. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Take care and we'll talk soon.